Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. All right. Well, we're back, and it looks like we got a few more faces than just the two of us ugly mugs on this call, Paul. So, yeah. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited because uh, a couple milestones today. One, this is our 100th episode. So, I I don't know, man, a year, nearly two years ago when we started formulating this and talking about doing it, I, I don't know if I ever imagined we'd do a hundred straight episodes every single week for a uh, hundred weeks. So, yeah, sometimes it's kind of a heavy lift, you know, with, you know, 14 children running around your house and, you know, busy lifestyles. It's, uh, it's sometimes difficult to, to narrow down a time to actually get a recording in, even though it's, you know, they're a short 30 minute episode, but it's still, uh, it's a labor of love for sure. And, uh, and we enjoy it, but we enjoy it, right? We enjoy every second. Yeah, we do. So. Cause you know, I mean, you enjoy hanging out with me and I tolerate hanging out with you. So it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so. it's obviously a one way relationship. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like insurance contracts, unilateral. That's right. No, no, just kidding. I, I've I've loved it, man. I've appreciated the the last hundred weeks hanging out with you, and um, this has been awesome. But let's let's welcome some of our clients. So we've had a lot of feedback from people saying, "Hey, bring on clients. We want to hear from clients. We want case studies. We want to hear what what's going on in the real world." So we listened, and uh, we brought in some of our favorite clients that we've got to work with over the last couple of years. Um, so why don't we just start? On my screen, top Ryan, I got Mr. Ryan Palmer. So Ryan, why don't you just give us a, a give the the audience a quick introduction on on you, where where you're at, what you do, how long we've been working together? Sure. My name's Ryan Palmer, and I'm in Evansville, Indiana. And um, I've been working with Paul and Dave for six months, and um, I'm an ENT doc here in the Midwest, and they put policies on myself, my wife, and three of my kids. And um, six months in, so still in the learning process, but happy to be learning and happy to grow with them. All right. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Howard. Yes, sir. My name is Wes Howard. I'm up here in North Texas. Uh, I work as an electrical lineman, work on the power lines. When the storms come in, that's what we go do, try to get the lights back on. I uh, had a history of uh, some of the finance stuff in church that didn't go well and then got into the Dave Ramsey stuff and then some multi-level marketing. Nothing seemed to work. IUL stuff. Um, being a veteran, ran into Dave and Paul and got linked up with those guys and been there for about a year now and uh, got a policy on myself and wife now and fixing to start some on our children as well. Looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, some great stuff there that we'll, uh, we'll hit on during this conversation. And then we got the Wallers. We got a couple joining us, David and Rebecca. So... All right, where are you, you know, guys at? Yeah, uh, we're over here in Pinedale, Wyoming, really small town in the mountains. And um, background, also military, and everything else under the sun, I can totally relate with the direct sales, network marketing, uh, running my own business, restaurants, um, pretty much everything. And now we have a homestead 
bunch of animals, a couple of kids, house, and we just do whatever it takes to uh, capitalize. And you know, uh, ski instructing, coaching. Uh, my wife's doing website design currently, and um, yeah, making home products, cutting meat. You know, <laughs> and we've been with uh, Dave and Paul for a year now. We just hit our yeah. anniversary date on our policies, so that was exciting too. Yeah, a big milestone for us. Yeah, I just took your first loan. Is that right? That's yep. right. All mm-hmm. right. It's an cool. exciting day, clicking that button and seeing how simple it is. Yeah. Mm. How, how simple it is. I like that. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> well, hey, we're just going to go around and, uh, you know, hear some, you know, we'll ask some questions and, and get some feedback from some real clients. And I think in the future, we'll, we'll probably, we'll definitely do this again, bringing it on, bringing in other clients and, and learning from them. Um, and taking the feedback and, and just making our process better. And, and uh, really, we're here, this episode is to, to help other people get an idea. How's this work in the real world? Yeah, you got Paul and Dave yapping at me every week. But how about some, some people who haven't been doing this for, for years and don't do this as a business and aren't professionals and experts at it? Uh, what's that look like? So why don't we um, start by just asking you, you already told us about yourselves, but how, how did you hear about infinite banking because it's not a concept that's widely you know it doesn't spread like wildfire right it's you you got to kind of be searching for it usually so um ryan how did you hear about infinite banking and, and what drew you to it you know in, in my job i was we don't really have a 401k and so as far as preparing for retirement we had to look at other alternative investments and, you know, the more you look into it, the more you realize the 401k is really not all it's cracked up to be number one. And then you start to go down these rabbit holes and, and up pumps, uh, out pops uh, IBC and infinite banking. And um, read Nelson Nash's book and uh, started reaching out a little bit. And I just decided to take a leap of faith and give you guys a call. And it's been probably one of the best things I've done. Um, short of marrying my wife and having great kids, but uh, I'm really appreciative for you guys. And um, I think for me, the first time you, you see the money exit your account and enter into a life policy, it's a little intimidating at first, but uh, you get used to it and you know that that money is going to come back to you in time. And it's not a short-term play. It's definitely a long-term play for me. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not the, top of the line as a 46 year old with a, a diabetes. And so I, I probably was almost uninsurable. I don't know, but uh, pretty I mean, close. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to keep by. And uh, so it's definitely a long-term play for me. And uh, I'm looking forward to using policy loans to fund other investments and then kind of move that ball forward in that regard. So but, what, what yeah. other kind of investing are you involved in or do you want to get involved in? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of real estate syndications that I've uh, gotten involved with that uh, hopefully I can use the proceeds from that to pay the loan back and then rinse and repeat as uh, as we move forward. Yeah, nice. What I found is, and and here's what I think a lot of people will find, is you, you do that, you take those cash value loans, go do an investment, you're paying that loan back right. while that money is during the term of that loan, right? I've heard from more than more than a few clients, myself included, that, hey, this 
I got this loan already paid back and I still don't have my money back from the investment. Like I haven't reached the end of the term. What am I going to do with that money when it comes back to me? I got nowhere to put it now because I've already repaid my loan. So that that'll create another layer of quote unquote problems that, that you can fix though. Yeah. No, thank you for asking. It makes you see yourself, you know, if you were already a good saver and you're able to pay back a policy loan, and then have all that windfall money at the end of the term of the opportunity that you were invested in. Um, yeah, you know, it makes you kind of look at like, wow, I had a lot more cash flow available than I thought I did. Um, and I think it makes you see yourself certainly a lot, a lot better as far as the, the, the savings perspective goes. And Ryan, you're, you're in private practice, right? So 401k really isn't, isn't a thing. It, it's not it's not for us that's right and so right. you have to uh, you had to build your business invest in your business capitalize your business put money back into the business for for years you know pay it, back medical student you know student loans i'm assuming that sounds awfully familiar what we're doing now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're capitalizing a business and yeah the only difference right. is this one i mean you've already been a success at your current business but this one's guaranteed to, to succeed yeah, as long as you right. stick with it. So yeah, perfect analogy. All right. Well, thanks. Hey, Wes, yeah. what about you, man? Yes, sir. Uh, we have a 401k where I work, but I was involved in that multi-level marketing a few years back, like I said, and then realized it wasn't what it was advertised. We started searching down the rabbit hole, just like Ryan did. But what I come up on was an IUL program, not knowing any better, not having any background, um, got sucked into some excellent marketing. Looking back on it now, uh, you see it, right? But boy, is it frustrating. Um, once you see behind that curtain, though, you can't unsee it. And so my rabbit hole led actually to y'all's podcast. Then I found out you guys were military guys. So I went through the book, didn't understand it, kind of grasped the concept, but not really. I read it a second and third time and a light bulb started going off. After I read it the fourth time, I gave you guys a call and uh, you guys were willing to work with me as long as I was willing to do the homework and uh, put in the effort as well. And that was a, a big deal to me. I wasn't just a number. And you guys also didn't lead with illustrations, which is what happened to me in the past and not knowing any better. Numbers look real pretty when you can make them do whatever you want them to, uh, but that's simply not reality. Mm. And so once I realized that this IBC was something different, this style through, uh, you know, the correct structure of whole life. And uh, I said, wow, I don't have to redo this every year. This is, this is set. There's guarantees involved. It was just mind blowing. Um, and it's opened up a whole lot of opportunities, even just a year in with conversations, some of the local business guys. And it's funny, they always have a smile on their face because some of these guys have recognized and, and read the book before and, it's almost like it opens up a whole another world to you. So looking forward to that. So you're talking to guys in your circle who've already read the book. I have found two local guys that I had no idea before. I actually spoke with one this morning wow. at church and uh, he kind of had that, you know, that grin. And cause he, he mentioned it to me a couple of years ago. Of course I had to have the conversation. Hey, you were right. I should have paid attention back there. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but he was he was all ears and and there's actually one of them that's that's doing some real estate stuff on the side, like Ryan had mentioned with some syndication and so trying to learn it all um, correctly and not just willy nilly 
figure this out, you know, but having a network of people that are actually doing this is a huge help. Yeah, that's yes. huge. That's hard to find, man. Like when I started doing it, I don't know anybody else around me. And I told a lot of people about it and nobody else did it. Right. What about you, Paul? Like, you know, in- well, I, well, I've owned whole life for 20 years. Um, not, not the right type, I suppose. There's not really a wrong type, but not the type that you can get uh, early cash value uh, mm-hmm. in abundance with. But I was capitalizing 10 whole life insurance policies since I was 23 years old. Um, and in the military circle, right, I was probably the only, one of the only ones other than my wife who happened to be doing the same thing uh, before we got married. Most people said, no, run away, buy term and invest the difference. You're, you're listening to the wrong people, whatever. Uh, turns out I, I wasn't, I was, I was right, but just didn't have the most, you know, ideal product to, uh, right. To practice IBC with. You, you didn't know exactly why you were right. You just were. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I like, Wes, you mentioned you read the book four times before you contacted us. So that's, that's about an ideal client, man. I mean, what, we, we definitely prefer everybody read the book once before they call us. But if you can read it four times and get up to that Wes Howard level, then then do that. Because that, that makes the process easier. Like, like when we started talking together, um, you know, it was boom, boom, boom. Application, get through that, get the policy enforced, get going. Yeah, so, no waste of time. It was great, and of course the the process with all all three of you, well, four of y'all, I guess, uh, was was easy, um, mm-hmm. which is you know one of the reasons you're you're here today. But it's uh, you know that's my story too, Dave. You know, I I read one read one book and was ready to go. That's yep. my wife. Can you believe that? Like she knows I'm doing this. It's awesome. Better you better answer that call, man. Do, do we need milk? <laughs> Uh, yes. All right. Well, thanks, Wes. Wallers, what uh, how'd you guys find out about IBC and and what what turned you on <laughs> to it? Well, great question. First, we knew there was something to do with life insurance because I I think it was the book um, Tax Free Retirement or something like that, and yeah, something. And um, so we knew there was a component of insurance, but we were can still confused on what type. As you go out there, there's so much noise. You're just like, I'm confused. And then not that this is the way to do it, but we were scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> okay. You won't find us on TikTok. No, but <laughs> there was anymore. there was a guy holding up the book, Become Your Own Banker. And I knew to get off of TikTok as soon as possible if you want real information, but he was just holding up that book. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, banking, you're always dealing with banks. So I was like, wait, what if we could, like, how does the average person become the banker? So I got off of TikTok as fast as possible and I didn't even order the book. I uh, I started searching podcasts because doing handyman work and stuff, I can just put the earphones in and, you know, just consume knowledge. So I found, luckily I found your podcast and I thought, you know, Warehouse of Wealth, that sounds great. I want to visit one of those. So <laughs> I uh, I went to episode one and I listened to every single episode up until that point. That was a year ago. And I remember in one episode, you guys had mentioned that you wouldn't even have a a phone call with us unless we had read the book. 
you know? So I was like, well, I better read the book because if I call them now, they'll just say, read the book and call us back. And I didn't want to waste any time. So we ordered the book, read it on a road trip as we consumed more podcasts. Uh, we were plugging into you guys, um, found James and Ryan, and just kind of consumed it until we had it, you know, we could whiteboard it out if anybody um, asked us any questions about it. Then we gave you guys a call and, you know, it made sense because everything we did in the past, we were just saving up our money buying or investing in something and if it didn't pan out you know the money's gone so we were just like how can we stop this cycle of saving up and spending or saving up investing and you know not having like we didn't want to take a risk anymore we have risked it a lot of times um you know i've personally been in debt on almost a hundred thousand dollars on credit cards at one point lost everything um and then did it a different way and it still didn't work out <laughs> so we had to we had to kind of figure it out and start thinking long range and reading the book and listening to you guys totally changed our whole outlook on money and you know where it should go first before it goes anywhere else and now we probably would reread the book again and again, but we keep loaning it out to other people. And so we actually don't have our copy. Oh, I made that mistake before. Yeah, don't make it that mistake. Got, it almost got left on an airplane by another yeah. pilot and he ran back on there and picked it up. Uh, but yeah, my original one, I, I won't let anybody touch that one. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, they, and you guys, um, I know Rebecca might have to go attend to the kids that are, that are, uh, that need attending, right? But uh, you guys came in as a team where usually we work with with one spouse or the other. There's usually one spouse that's more money uh, focused than the other, and the other one trusts them. And they say, "Hey, if you if this is right, you know, if you think this is a good thing to do, then then I trust you." And they don't necessarily need to be involved. You, uh, David, you and Rebecca were both highly involved. Um, I think every every time we talked, it was both of you on the line. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, it, it is. And I, I appreciate that, uh, both of you getting involved and understanding what you're doing here. Um, and and, uh, and the, the way you guys spread the message is pretty awesome, too. So, yeah, it's nice to see. It's definitely one of those things where it's like once you know about it, it's hard to keep it to yourself because everybody, every conversation I feel like we have, somebody is telling us about their life situation. And we're like, can you just... <laughs> Yeah. Just read one book. And we kind of agree too. We're like, you know, we've been in sales with everything else in our life and we're those people. It's like, they're going to try and sell you on something. <laughs> so we kind of made an agreement not to even try and sell someone on. We're, we're just natural enrollers, but it just comes up naturally and we kind of can't keep our mouth shut because what people are looking for is IBC. And That's so right. we're like, okay, we're not. I can't imagine one of my friends saying, why didn't you tell me about this? You know, five, 10 years down the line. And they're like, how are you doing all this? And we're like, well, you should read this. Why didn't you tell me 10 years ago? (laughs) Well, you know, so we at least have to plant the seed there. And uh, Rebecca being stay at home mom, most difficult, awesome job in the world. um, She doesn't have a lot of time to plug in. So while I was out there, 
consuming information all day long, I would come home all excited and, you know, whiteboard it or talk about it with her and be like, did you know we can do this? And did you know we can avoid this past mistake we made if we would just do it this way, <laughs> you know, this time? And uh, she's really smart, catches on things quickly and, you know, totally blessed. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys are a fun team to work with. Because uh, that's what you guys are. You guys are uh, make a really good team, and I love what you're doing out there, just making things happen on your homestead. And I know we uh, we have other plans. We're definitely going to be pursuing, um, you know, uh, here in the near future with with some other opportunities that that we're a part of. So awesome. Uh, so you guys mentioned, and I'll just throw this out to all of you, whoever you know, speak up. Um, you mentioned like it's changed the way you've thought about money. It's changed the way you've you viewed capital and how you use that in your lives. Like how has infinite banking itself changed the way you guys think about money, wealth, legacy planning, anything like that, you know, as opposed to the, you know, the, your mindset before you, you came across this concept. For, uh, for me, I think, uh, I know we always kind of downplay the death benefit, but for me, it's helped ensure that my legacy is already there. Um, you know, you've got this huge death benefit that you're going to utilize. And if I pass away tomorrow, I, I know my family's safe. So there's that safety aspect uh, to that, which is comforting as well. Um, and then you can also, then you also use it for the other investments and the household things. I, I've got a 15 year old, a 12 year old and a nine year old, and we've got car purchases and college and, you know, then if they want to, you know, buy a down payment on a house or something like that, we can all use that through a, a family bank. And as the kids get older and start to hopefully have some income of their own, I'll encourage them to open policies. And so it's changed my, my re reference point altogether and it's helped to develop a legacy, hopefully. Um, and we'll see if that passes on. I think there's some probably uh, planning issues, state planning or otherwise, that need to go in that a little bit to make sure that really happens, which I have not done yet, but need to. Um, but I think there's the safety of uh, knowing that my family will be okay, and um, and the potential for for a legacy moving forward. And, and that's fun to think about. That's fun to think about what all it can do. This is step one. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, we. <clears throat> Not not all clients, I would say, um, do IBC for that reason, but I would say most do. Most people have something that they care about, uh, whether it's their children or uh, a charity, or you know, if you don't have, if they don't have children, it's a niece or a nephew or their brother or sister or whatever. So um, it seems like the type of people this doesn't resonate with are the people that are kind of taking the Dave Ramsey approach through. Yes. Screw the next generation, you know, let them fend for themselves or, you know, you can leave them, you know, all of your mutual funds that you'll have. Yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> no, that's great. I think we all feel the same way, Ryan. That's, uh, it is super, it's, it's super important. You know, I want the Fugiers to be not a, you know, perpetual, you know, lower middle class family. You right. know, generation after generation after generation after generation. You know, good people, hardworking, but just know nothing about, you know money or finance or banking creating right, so. maintaining and passing on wealth so that's right yeah you focus on the death benefit a lot which is what really when this concept 
you know, gets, gets marketed out there. You talk about the noise, you know, they almost never talk about the death benefit, right? That's just a life little, insurance without it. Yeah. It's, it's just a little piece uh, that people just kind of mention here or there, but that's, I mean, that's the piece that makes all of it work. Right. And that's going to be the most important piece to your family when you're gone is that death benefit piece. So um, kudos to you going through the underwriting and, you know, facing, uh, hey, that just goes back to show, hey, we never know what the underwriter is going to say. We might as well just try and see what they yeah. say. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, yeah. It's all good. Um, this is more of a uh, 20, 30 year horizon than a seven to 10. It's not quite 2030, but a longer term horizon than a you know four to seven year horizon for me. But uh, right. It, right, it's all the same. You, you think long term. You think multi generations in 20 years is nothing. That's right. Nice, uh, Wes. Wes, how have you? How's this changed the way you think about money? It sounds like it's changed the way you talk to people too, and maybe the people that you surround yourself with when it comes to you know, even, I guess, having these discussions, because I mean, you're a linesman, right? Blue collar dude, you work with a lot of blue collar dudes. It, it sounds like a thankless job. The only time people think of you is when their power goes out. And they're just like, get my power back on, man. Yeah, but I mean, that's a life saving job, really, because how yeah, quickly, literally. <laughs> how long can we go without power? Um, I don't want to find out, but I know it's not very long at my house. But yeah, how's this changed you uh, the way you think, man? It's a fun job. It's a definitely a fun job. I absolutely love it, and um, work with a lot of selfless guys. You know, uh, they put others before themselves. And what's been fun, and to mirror what Ryan said, it made me think on a whole bigger scale and picture. And I don't know that I wasn't thinking long term, but I was in the wrong direction with my thinking. And what I like about this now is the banking function at the you and me level, like we discuss. And my children are starting to see that. My children are a little bit older, 23, 20, and 17. And the old one's already graduated college, and he's already extremely intrigued about this, thankfully involved with a good group uh, just south of Birmingham, so a good area too. And um, I've tried to tell him to go drive by and see the house and stuff like that, you know, and so that's been fun. But our 20-year-old, she started her own business as soon as she graduated high school and then went out and bought her house. And it's it's been crazy to, to watch her thinking change, and even the seventeen year old, you know, interested in, in doing a trade and uh, presenting this to him now. And hey, we can fund this ourselves. We don't have to go out and borrow twenty grand for a welder or for a truck or whatever case is. So being able to do that at the you and me level has opened up my mind with my circle and the conversations with those local businessmen, and I would have never known that before. You know, had they not spoke into me um, the way that they did. So extremely blessed for that and fortunate. Um, you know, I, I lost and I won't go into to all of it, but I mean, thousands of dollars um, with the investments that I was doing the wrong way. I, I, David, I, I feel for you, man. I understand exactly what you were saying. When you feel like you're doing it the right way and turns out somebody's doing smoke and mirrors to you, it's, it's extremely disheartening. And uh, that's what my my biggest thing is with this group, with the IBC community, everybody's on the same level. I've spoke to a, a few other authorized practitioners even, and everybody's pumped when they find out I'm working with Dave and Paul. And I'm like, yeah, me too, man. It's been great. You know, so 
it's just a neat community to be involved in and and here locally to find out other people are doing it. I, I'm starting to realize that that's not always the norm. I'm trying to take full advantage of that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I love that you talk about the community because it really is. Um, the, the IBC, it's pretty small um, community, tight knit. In fact, I was talking to one, you know, a, not not a client, a prospect recently. He talked to me and then he went and had a conversation with another IBC practitioner. And as soon as he mentioned to that guy that he had already talked to me, that guy said, well, hey, I'll answer your questions, but you need to go back and work with Dave. Because, um, you know, that's that's the kind of guys you get in this business, kind of the, you know, the, the men and women who are in this business. Um, it's not a like a dog eat dog kind of business, right? It's it's abundance. There's enough for everybody. That's and right. As long as you're working with a practitioner, you're in good hands is the mentality. Well, those are. Those are exactly the conversations that I was asking when I talked to those other people, because I wanted to know I've been on the other side of that where they're trying to steal clients away. And I did not want to be a part of that. But both of these other guys, when I told them, you know, just to see their faces, they were pumped that I was working with you guys. And I said, okay, I found something special. This was good. Yeah. Cool. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Um, And I love how your daughter started a business now. That's really cool. And I'd like to know why she decided to start a business. Is you know, she entrepreneurial by nature? Did she learn that from somebody? Um, why did she do that? So she's always been pretty quiet to herself. And it was a big surprise to to me and her mom. And we told her, Hey, if you're gonna do this, you know, do it full blown and and go to the state and get all your stuff you need. Well, did she ever? And you know, two weeks later she's clicking and Next thing I know, she's doing a website and all this stuff and doing all these markets and the things that she's involved in. And I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, surprise, surprise, it's paying her mortgage and then some. And so she's done very well for herself and it's opened up her shell. And I can see that entrepreneurial mindset now. And it's a, it's a pretty proud moment to watch your kids flourish in that. And then you know, I bothered him a little much at first with the IBC videos and the things like that and giving them all the books for Christmas. And they're like, really, you know, but now it's <laughs> like kind of funny because for Christmas it, when you're a kid, Thanks, yeah, Dad. it opens up conversations. So it's been neat. That's cool, man. Cause, um, you know, I was just thinking if most kids, most young people who start a business that they're just, just kind of naturally entrepreneurial or they learn it from their parents who maybe have their own business. But if you can, this is a business, right? Infinite banking, you're involved in a second business. Now the the banking business, and you could teach your kids that, I think they'll see a lot of correlation between the business they're starting over there and the banking business. So yeah, she just Absolutely. needs to get involved in two businesses, right? That's yeah. exactly right. And and like Ryan said, I, you know, we went full scale and, and uh, did a trust and, and, form some things and there's verbiage in there in the end. And they're, they know that they're to contact Dave and Paul if something happens, cause this is the route I need you to go. So they're, they're on board with it. Good deal. Awesome. Well, Hey, thanks for listening everybody. This is part one of a two part uh, interview with our client roundtable, and uh, join us next week for the second half of that. There's some really good stuff in that one. Paul and I had a great time talking to all of them. And uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy the second half as well. So uh, 100 episodes. Thanks, Paul. 100 episodes. My goodness, yeah. we made it. We made it. No, I, 
phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal guests. I really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed talking to our clients today. It was great. Yep. And, and we'll do it again. I think we need to make it, I don't know, monthly, quarterly, at least bringing in some, some more clients. So we'll do that for y'all. So, all right. Well, Hey, until next time, control your capital or somebody else will. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker, or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, please send us an email to David and Paul at the IBCguys.com. And subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple. Follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on Spotify. And please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week.